And I just did that on purpose because I found out that my bro here does not like the celebration noises, but I love them. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Come In, Close the Door. This is episode number four. Four. And <clears throat> we want to kick off this episode with a story that Val was telling about um, my cousin. So over the weekend, I went to go hang out with my cousins mm -hmm. and... Um, we were just chatting about work and stories, and um, he is a bus driver for, you know, schools. And he was telling us a story how he typically enjoys driving um, the special buses because they're just a lot more low maintenance, weirdly mm -hmm. enough. And he was telling us one of his favorite stories about some of the kids. And there was one kid who was wheelchair bound. His name was Angel. And Angel had to be strapped in when he was on the bus uh, just for safety reasons. So, so that the wheelchair, so the wheelchair wouldn't, wouldn't move around uh, and like cause a problem. Right. So they mm -hmm. had to strap his wheelchair in. And I guess my cousin accidentally forgot to strap in the front wheels. And so he hit a hard left turn. <laughs> and then all you see is Angel's wheels fly up in the air, the front ones. And my cousin's shitting bricks, but all you hear in the back is Angel go, yeah, bus driver, bus do driver. it again. And so he's, my cousin's shitting bricks, but Angel's living the time of his life. And um, and because it, it's negligent, right? He was, my cousin was shitting bricks because he's like, if I if they find out, I'm going to get fired. But then he like realized who, was the, who were the other kids. And the other kids were all deaf and mute. So he's like, oh, cool, I'm chilling. It's fine. That's cool that Angel was like, happy about it yeah he said because he was partially strapped in so it was okay he was fine uh he was surviving that day and one of the cool things about angel was definitely that he was going to go to the special olympics he was oh what what sport did he participate all of them <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the the relay races Shit. all of it anything angel, you could think of go angel. angel was doing it i love that and, you know, speaking of wheelchair people, or people that use wheelchairs, rather, I should say, I was just watching a uh, Showtime uh, series. So it's called Seven Deadly Sins, and it, it's about the seven deadly sins. And the one that I was watching was about envy. And there's this guy that was, like, super envious of people that use wheelchairs. He's an able-bodied guy, and he actually describes it as the detriment of most people is my living, like, fantasy. He... As soon as he moved out of his home at 28, bought his first wheelchair so he can live a life that he's been dreaming about since he was like five or six years old. He said he went to a department store with his mom and saw a kid in full arm crutches and said, that should be me. And every time he saw somebody in a wheelchair, he would get like a pain of envy in his chest, just thinking, I need to be. And, and mind you, the, the whole time he's like working on his car. Like he's changing like, tires he's like, that stuff. needs to be me and i'm thinking bro that would be really hard if you were in a wheelchair like, but it'd be pretty difficult to work on this truck you have here yeah so like in his hometown he's never in a wheelchair he goes a few towns over because he's worried like my cousin's gonna run into me and be like motherfucker what happened to you why are you in a wheelchair <laughs> why, why, who hit you who hit you who hurt you <laughs> and so like he goes a few towns over and he just lives his life as a wheelchair utilizing individual and it has to just be a severe case of body dysmorphia right so um when it comes to envy that deep do you have any sort of envy that you feel like as a woman do you envy other women for certain attributes or i'll do you one better have you ever suffered from penis envy 
I think so. I think I've done both. I've I've been envious of women uh, because society teaches us that women should be a particular look, size, height, yeah, all of it. But it's funny that you mentioned penis envy because that's exactly what I was going to to say. I'm jealous of men in what a penis affords you. You can pee while you stand up. You ain't got to worry about popping a squat. Yeah, that must you, be nice. You can pee anywhere. Me as a kid who was just dying to be a boy made many a mess in the bathroom just trying just to trying be to a boy. I just wanted a pee standing up. You were trying up. to aim that shit. I was like putting the toilet seat up and everything. Why wouldn't you get in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> You're like straddling it to make <laughs> yeah, sure it goes bro, in. I really trying. Oh yeah, but like penis envy for sure. And I think of you know peeing, standing up, profitability in my workplace, not being questioned if I know enough. Having and sex without having to take your pants off. Sure, the, the sex stuff was not in my thing. I always just thought like uh, I'm gonna get paid more. I'm not gonna get questioned as much. I can just walk into a room and feel astronomically safer. I can walk out of my house. And feel safer. You know how many times I've asked a guy, hey, do you check your car before you get in? And every single time I've asked, they've always said, no, I don't check my car when I hop in. I check my car in the front and the back before I hop in and close the door. Check for what? If anyone is in there to see if anyone hopped in my car and is ready to kill me. And that's something that I know most women do. Most women always look behind, you know, if they're walking out of the house. I'll use the house example. And you're looking to see if anyone's maybe behind a bush or oh, or hiding or something like around. that. Just looking around. And I know for sure men don't do the same thing. Men don't have that fear in them that somebody's going to pop up on them and just be like, hey, surprise, you're taken now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have to admit I don't do that. I don't look around my car, to, but I should. I mean, now that you said it, I'm probably going to a couple of times until I forget again and then just stop doing it again. Um but yeah, it definitely is. I have had penis envy in a different way. And like, I do wonder what it's like to have, I must feel, feel great to get your dick sucked. It must feel great to penetrate a woman. I'm guessing they love to do it so fucking much. Um, it must feel amazing to like pee out of a penis. I don't know. Does you, a longer urethra? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I would do, I would try it for a day. Yeah. Oh, same. I think, I think most, People would be like, I'm kind of down to be like the uh, other, yeah, the other so body. The, I would wonder if you were a man for a day, would you definitely would having sex be one of your objectives? Yes. It wouldn't be like high on my list. It would be something like, mm, I'm going to try it. If it happens, it happens. You have 24 hours. You're not going to try and squeeze that in. Uh, yeah, I'll try and squeeze it in. What do you want to do then? Just pee standing up? Pee standing up. And not check around your car. And not check around my car, walk into work and have people like not care if I'm wearing a raggedy t-shirt and jeans. Do you feel like people care now? Um, I think people look at me and go, damn, she doesn't like do her makeups. When they look at me, they think that. Oh, interesting. And I, don't, I, I don't think that. Like when I see you show up to places, I just think, ah, there's my friend. Like I don't think anything other than that at this point. But maybe other people. Yeah, other people who don't know me, I would assume probably go. Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting choice. Yeah, that's an interesting getup that you have going on. Yeah, meanwhile, these dudes show up. You know he ain't brush his teeth. Yes, you know. But he's here. But he's here. You know he ain't wash his hair in who knows. Who knows how long. Or ran just water through it. That'll do it. <sighs> or or the worst, they didn't even wash their hands. You can tell when someone 
doesn't wash their oh, hands. Oh, I know when somebody doesn't wash their hands. And it makes me fucking furious. Yeah. And most of the time, it's guys. Stop touching me. <laughs> I remember I read an article where, like, they were interviewing uh, maintenance engineers. We used to know them as uh, janitors. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they're interviewing these people, and they're like, oh, what's one thing, after having been in this field of work, what's one thing that you will not do? And the guy was like, I will not shake a man's hand because in all the time, in my 15 years of doing this job, I would constantly replace the soap in the women's bathroom and hardly ever have to do it in the men's bathroom. Like, uh, hardly. That's and that's just disgusting. like, you eat with these fucking hands? Bro, worse, you cook my food with these fucking hands? You want to touch pussy with these hands? Actually, there was a study done, and it was regarding mechanics, people that work on, like, machines, and the wives of men that had these types of professions had the most yeast infections and bacterial infections in their vaginas because these men were so terrible at washing their hands, and then they were touching their wives, and their wives would get, like, these wild infections because their fingers were all fucking, like, bacteria and germ-infested. All of that. All of these women and these husbands add long nails Oof. on a man. Oh, on a woman, long nails on a woman too. But I've seen an abundance of men <laughs> who have long nails, and they're dirty. Bro. They have that line of filth on them. And it, to this day, I just look at men with longer nails, and not. I'm not talking about like men who have like nicely painted, manicured hands. No, I'm talking about the like nasty ass like uh just crusty ass looking nails that they look like claws they're not nails they're claws yeah like you know it's very problematic of me but when i see like long nails on a guy or even something i'm what i think is like tell me you don't warm up pussy without telling me you don't warm up pussy like that's terrible nails inside of a pussy just fucking hurts yeah it's it's terrible absolutely terrible fucking trying to pop a hole in my uterus Dude, it, it there was I I saw a story of this girl who got an air bubble in her coochie because she was masturbating with a cucumber. Yo, I heard about. Tell me more. So I guess this girl was masturbating with a cucumber and she went a little too hard in the paint, and it like cut a hole inside of her, and like that created a bubble, and that bubble ended up killing her. Bro, that's tragic. How do you explain that shit to your mama? Imagine going to, going to the doctor and like the the autopsy is read and it's like <laughs> died not of asphyxiation yeah. but of coochination. Like this fucking um uh, this Persian cucumber we found stuck up her coochie might have yeah. given us a sign. Jeez. But you know there's like the extreme too. Obviously, periods are no fun. Yeah, periods suck on women. So like, just knowing that this person that has a penis doesn't have to go through the Trials and tribulations of menstruation is like, whew, sign me up. And you know what's worse? Knowing you're not going to have kids and still menstruating. I'm never going to have kids. Why am I still going through menstruation? If I got pregnant, would you care for me? Yeah, of course. Wow. Well, it's not going to happen. Stop looking at me like that. Oh, okay. Anyway, but like, yeah, bro, I remember getting a period, especially in like an insensitive Mexican household, sucked. I remember I got my period. It wasn't like I could talk about it. My mom just fucking handed me the biggest, thickest, crazy pillow-looking cotex. That's what we call them. Un cotex. Un cotex. 
uh, and said, put this shit on and keep your mouth shut. Like, I couldn't go up to my dad and be like, hey, I got my period now. Like, hell no. This shit was, shh, come in and close the door. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> please, and hurry up. That was a come in, close the door moment. And then I remember my first period that weekend, we had to, for fucking whatever reason, take off to Durango by bus. And I'm on my period. And it was the worst fucking thing. And the only service that my parents did me was they got me two seats so I can spread out a little. <laughs> and be comfortable. Yeah, and it was the biggest fucking pad you could ever think of. It went over my vagina, back past my butt. I didn't know how often I was supposed to be changing the shit. It was and those, and those buses are disgusting, so it's not like you even want to get up and go to the fucking yeah. bathroom. It wasn't a Greyhound, but it was like along those. It had a it, bathroom. It's a charter bus. And then it had like TVs, and they were playing like dubbed over like fucking Shrek. Yeah, <laughs> like, like shit. <laughs> fuck. That was, Mexicans like action movies. My dad fucking loved action movies. Yeah, same. My, my dad and my uncle love action movies. Mexican dads, action movies and National Geographic. Yes, my dad loves National Geographic. We were just watching a special on Disney Plus about sharks with Chris Hemsworth. And they Chris Hemsworth. transfixed. I mean, I, I get it, though. I get it, the too. Older I'm, oh, the older I get, I'm like, I get it. Bro, I get it. Nature, what a wonder. Scary motherfuckers, <laughs> bro. God got this right. Got them right, not us. <laughs> not us. I feel like there's gay everything. I want to meet a gay ten, shark. There's homosexuality is um, presented in ten percent of species. Yep. Which is and 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 the other ninety percent, they're just not being real with themselves. True. They they haven't explored all the possibilities <laughs> that are out there. <laughs> Get into some booty. <laughs> Penis envy is a thing. I would. Uh, you know what? If I could have a penis for a day, sign me up. But I really like having a vagina too. I do. I I I love being a woman, but uh-huh. there's there's a hundred percent. I would love to just have a penis for a day. Because there's was Gucci. There, <laughs> Gucci is Gucci. <laughs> Bro, why is that going on a shirt? Everybody, eventually we will have a shop and come in and shop on that shit. Get you a t-shirt that says Gucci is Gucci. <laughs> going on sale, fifty dollars, fifteen dollars, and and ten percent of the proceeds will go to Gucci. Because it's Gucci. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I was going to say, there's another extreme, though. Because there is real health dangers in not getting your period, right? So what you want is to get a period, right? Yes. As a normal woman, that's what you well, want. Well, you want to use the word cis. As, as I, yes. As a cisgendered woman, you want to get your period. Yeah. Because, like, even if you do a lot of exercise, if you're, like, a gymnast, one of their hazards is they don't menstruate, Yeah, right? for, I mean, I don't menstruate normally i have to take birth control to regulate my Ooh, what my hormones confession session i'm super open about this like i'm pretty sure i got tests done and shout out to tiktok uh pcos that's something that i have i've been diagnosed with mm-hmm. and it comes with a whole slew of issues but the biggest one for me was i have um higher levels <laughs> of testosterone in me and we just vibing. We taking we just birth out here. We're just taking birth control to see if it helps. But yeah, just controlling that birth. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I should just pull out my uterus and see what happens. No, leave it in there. I heard you go through early menopause. Yeah, which is not hair great, places so. you don't want to. I mean, it. I remember my mom went to. She was going through menopause and like not being real with herself, but going through menopause. She's like a fucking terrible human, 
and uh, she was having one of her episodes, and she laid down on the couch. She's like fucking mad. She lays down on the couch. She's like, I'm dying. I'm dying. I just want to die. She put like a hand over her fucking forehead, all dramatic. And I said, cool, I'm calling 911. So I call my fucking 911. My, my mama says she's going to die. She's dying on the sofa. Hell. And they came, and the cops came, and fire department and everything. Mom was like, if you fucking ever do that shit. I was like, well, it keeps saying you're going to die. You think I'm not going to worry about it? I love you. But I knew I was being a little bitch. You know what I mean? But I had to do it. <laughs> but it had to be done. Yeah, she, last time she ever said she was dying up in that bitch. <laughs> I taught her something. Shit. Uh, <laughs> it's reversal, Dolteen. Yeah. I did it to you. Yeah. You want to fucking create a circus? You're going to get a clown, motherfucker. <laughs> Now nah, my mom went through uh, early menopause, so Aww. yeah, she went through menopause at like forty, I think. Hmm. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, she had ovary, she had ovarian issues. I blame her for my bad. Oh, ovary. you do? I think so. It's heredit, her like hereditary. Heredity? I think so. Um, can I prove it? No, but I my mom has shitty. One of her ovaries exploded when she was like twenty five, and the only reason why she was able to have us. Uh, me and my brother, was because she went through hormonal therapy. And, like, she actually went to UCLA. Hold up. Her ovary exploded? She only had one usable ovary. She had one usable ovary. And it's crazy because, um, so this is how you know, one, our medical system is really fucked up. Yeah. It's really fucked up, especially for women of color. Because my mom... You know, her ovary exploded. She had this big issue. And the doctors at UCLA were basically like, well, we'll just take out your ovaries. That, that's what we'll do. We'll just take out your ovaries and, and that's how we'll solve it. Oh. Yeah, we'll just solve it. You'll never have kids. We're just going to remove them. And my parents were like, didn't really know what was going on. My parents came to the United States pretty late in life. My dad was almost 30 and my mom was like in her mid-20s. Okay. And so... They didn't speak the language. They were just there because my mom's ovary exploded and they needed severe medical attention. Right. And if it wasn't for my dad's uncle's wife, who's a Mexican-American, but like grew up wealthy, grew up educated, went up in there and was like, you guys are not fucking removing her shit. You guys are going to treat it. You guys are going to clean her up. You guys are going to fucking figure it out. You guys are. If it wasn't for her, I would not be here. Prayers. Prayers, uh, praise, praise. Shout out to her. Do you know shout, her name? Yes, Esther. Shout out to Esther. Esther, we love you. No, I mean, if it wasn't for her, truly, if, an advocate, uh, you know, a young couple mm-hmm. of a different country, yeah. we whole ass would have just let the medical system be like, we're just going to sterilize you because that's our favorite thing to do to people of color. Yeah. Historically, just, let's just sterilize let's you. Let's just pull the whole shit out. All of your reproductive system, let's take it out terrible what do you want kids for you i know y'all reproduce like rabbits we don't need y'all to reproduce is what basically they figured yeah of course and it's, it's, it was terrible but terrible. thankfully Esther came through and yeah. here we are honestly thank god and like you have to have that advocate and it's it's really insane how a lot of the time us the children of immigrants are that you know, we have to become, we go with our parents to their doctor's appointments and we're relaying all the information and keeping track of everything and being our parents' advocates. The amount of times I had to ask my biological dad, towards the end of his life, you know, he had cancer and stuff, so I had to take him to his checkups and I was like, uh, doctor wants to know if you, you pooped. 
if you've been pooping or like you know just having to yeah. be that person it's uh it's tough especially when you're eight we sold cars for a while together mm-hmm. and like even I'm, i know this happened to you a lot hispanic people would come in with their little kids and it'd be like my dad wants to know how much this car is yeah and the good thing is that we, we speak, speak spanish, spanish and we can help them through these processes um but absolutely i remember being in the maybe fifth fourth fifth grade (laughs) signing up for my own scholarship (laughs) papers signing everything to do with my like admissions papers and stuff because my my mom didn't know and she speaks english well enough now and it's progressed over the years but shit little old me writing my own paragraph writing my own entrance everything i was just like feed my here (laughs) (laughs) right here and you know what when we're a little older i i signed everything for my mom I know that to this day I could sign anything that's for my mama. I got that signature down pat. This reminds me of a time my mom, she sponsored a kid from Africa. Okay. Right? They got her. No, no, yeah. My mom was like, you know, there was like an infomercial or something. And my mom yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. no, pues. The like UNICEF ones? No, or I, yeah, I got help. Call the number. So she sponsored a kid. The kid was a little like four-year-old kid named Juanita. Okay. And they sent a picture of her and like a little sto- a little blurb like your fucking 65 cents is going to help her get shoes and rice and all this stuff, right? Mom's like, cool, cool. I didn't know my mom really thought this is my kid. I adopted this baby and it's my kid. So my mom made me like a few months down the road. Mom was like, all right, I want to see my kid. She decided. So she makes me call. The I don't remember what organization it was. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... um, Hello, uh, my mom wants to come uh, pick up my little sister. And they're like, what? In Africa. <laughs> like, my mom was ready to go to Africa. <laughs> and they're like, it doesn't work that way. Like, your mom cannot. This kid has a family. Like, your mom is sponsoring her. And mom was like, I don't know. Si no la puedo. Like, if I can't go see her, I'm, I'm going to stop sending money. Is this my daughter or not? And I'm like, well, she says. And bro, I'm like six or seven. And you're out here like, so, I don't know what's coming. Me and Juanita. My older siblings did not want to make the call because I think they already, they knew. They under, they got but what was me, happening. But me, I'm like, I'll call, yeah, I'll help you. Mom's out the number and I'm like, well, she wants to come. Tell her to put her chunkless on, we're going to take her to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, it was like a, and they said no, my mom fucking stopped. She was like, if I can't get this if kid. If I can't have Juanita, I need no Juanita. long turn. Juanita needs to live in Pacoima with us. Now. <laughs> Juanita. Shout out to Juanita, wherever you hopefully are. You're, hopefully you're good. Yeah. Little sis. And now a segment we like to call, what's this bitch talking about? <laughs> Brought to you by Lesbian Actually on Reddit. Yeah. So we're going to be reading a story today and we're just going to give our opinions on it. Yeah. Do some women not enjoy eating pussy? I was talking to a group of my friends today. The conversation was about eating pussy. I asked if it's something they enjoy, but a lot of them said no. They don't enjoy eating the pussy because personal reasons, question mark. I said how I enjoy it, and I do it for my pleasure, too. And they look at me like I was crazy. Is it just them? Question mark. What are your thoughts, bro? Man, there's a lot to unpack there. Okay, so... First and foremost, I can only speak for myself. Yes. In which I 
really love doing that. I love doing that. As a matter of fact, I am not against dating someone who will allow me to do that to them and not necessarily even need to do it back because I can climax just from doing that. You're cool being a, you're cool with a pillow princess. Yeah. You're like, I prefer a pillow princess. And I prefer whatever's going to make you feel great. You know what I mean? I want this to be a, a mutual exchange of love and affection. <laughs> but... um. I don't mind if, like, they don't want to, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not, no big deal. Um, so, like, yeah, I don't care. But I don't like when the narrative is, I don't like it because it's gross. It's disgusting. It has a smell. Yeah. Like, bitch is a pussy. What, what are you expecting? Yeah, I think the same could be said about a mouth. <laughs> uh, true. And you know what? Let me tell you, there's a lot stinkier mouths than there is. Pussy. pussy, I guess. <laughs> and I'm just deducing because half of these people are men. So, like, my homie said deducing. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm more on the. I prefer to just be done to receive. I pre- prefer to receive, um, but I enjoy it. Thanks. I would only do it with my. I've only ever done it with my current partner in your life ever. In my life ever. Wow. And I'm and I'm very happy that I've only ever done it with my partner. That's like a, a flex for you. Not that it's a flex. I just feel clean about it. Not that it's bad that if you guys have had multiple partners and have done it with multiple people or anything, that's, that's dope for you. I just, I've always been very fearful of like catching some weird disease oh, or yeah. anything. So for me, I found someone who's good at it, who's good at giving it, who's fun to... Do it too. Get, to do it too. So I just, I'm, I'm happy with it, and I like it. So, I and I agree with her. You don't necessarily have to like it, but reading some of the comments, it's like, well, I don't like to do it because it stinks. It's that. It's like, bro. Anything, anything with a body is gonna have an odor. There's, sorry about sorry, it. Sorry, exactly. God made us with folds. What can we do? But um. Yeah, I just think I agree with you. I don't like that they're like, it's nasty, it's dirty. It's like, we've we've all dealt with a, a stinky one. But you could ask this person, like, hey, maybe go hit it with a one-two in the bathroom real quick. Yeah, hit it one time. Hit it one time. and Or, you know, <clears throat> also lead by example. Let's go take a shower together before we yeah. get into this. Like, make it a romantic moment. Yeah, or, know? you know what, I'm going to hop in the shower before I do this, and hopefully the other person gets a hint and is like, Oh, you know what? Let me hop in too to make sure everything is tidied up there. But not to be like uh weird about it, but in this day and age, I feel like you'd be very hard pressed to find someone that wasn't like aware of themselves, right? No. We deal with no, there's people that are just stinky and they don't get that they're stinky. And like you may have to ask them, go clean up. Damn, bro. That's tough. Cause like, and that's a hard conversation. Yeah, that's a hard convo. That's like that coworker that you're just like, Ew. like, damn, I can't be around you, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> Not today. But no, I mean, yeah. I, and I feel like if you don't like it, fine. You don't like it. That's not you. Just be transparent about it. You should never have to be in a situation where somebody's expecting somebody because you should be forward about it from the jump, right? If you're Agreed. like in a situation where you're talking to somebody to date, um. At some point, that has to come into the narrative. 
Yeah, I, I think if, especially if you're dating for the first time, I'm not saying jump right into the sex convo, but yeah. if you think that it's gonna night happen. is going to lead, you bet tell them, hey, I don't like to do this. I like to do that. Like, I personally would not want to be penetrated with, like, somebody's fucking dildo. Like, like that night one? Like, like, night one, like, terrifying. And I also saw a Reddit comment about that where it was like, is it weird for me to take my strap on a first date, it's like, yes, it is. I don't want your strap. Like, I don't want your toy. Like, if anything, I'm going to have a toy that I want you to use that I've used on myself, if that, like. Imagine they show up just, like, wearing it. <laughs> uh, good for you, I guess, but it's just not for me. Um, Personally, yeah. I was, like. I'm not into penetration. Just generally, I don't like it for me. Not even, like, fingers. I'm, I don't love it, you know. H- have I never done it? I'd be lying if I said I've never done it. But is it like my go-to? Is it what's going to do it for me? Nah. Uh, I really like giving. I like to uh, be the one that's... Uh, Orchestrating everything. Kind of, yeah. But like I also will allow my person to be in control. But so- some way, somehow, I'm always the one that's really in control. Nah. And that's something I'm talking to my fucking therapist about. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to relinquish just a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. So that's where I that's where I am I'm at when it comes to this. I do as you please, consensually, but don't say it's nasty or gross yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for something some people may not even have control over their situation. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it plays into it. Like, do you drink enough water? Is your diet okay? Yeah. Um, what kind of day did you have? Did you go to work and then just come straight to my house? Because mm-hmm. in that case, or did you go to the gym? Yeah. Oh bitch. my god. That's... Spontaneous sex it leads to spontaneous orders. Hit it on the nose, bro. Spontaneous sex leads to spontaneous orders. And on that note, did your mom ever talk to you about sex? Mm. Not really, but not really, but also yes. Like, I had a big anatomy book. <laughs> I swear to God. I had a massive anatomy book that I would just read when I was little for fun. And then my mom would, like, tell me, Este es un pajarito. Wow. La huilota. Yeah, este es un pajarito. Oh, what did she used to call? A vagina? Yeah, I can't remember. Una colita? Oh, no, este es tu sapito. Sapito. Tu sapito y, y, y tu... Pajarito. Y tu pajarito. I never heard that before. Mm-hmm. So... A toad? Mm-hmm, like a little toady. A little toad, which a toad looks nothing like a pussy unless... But hey, no, but it kind of does when it's ha- all his paws are inside and everything, I we, guess. We have an email address. If you want to submit pictures, you can. <laughs> and a little bird. I guess a little bald bird can look like a little penis. I think she was just giving a cute name, so it's not so hard. I think that's why it's like vagina, pene, pajarito. I, I remember reading articles where we be like... I'm not going to ever sugarcoat for my kids. I'm always going to tell my kids, this is a vagina and this is a penis. So they don't grow up having a stigma about genitalia. And I was like, damn, slow the fuck down. Yeah, like, I, I deadass was out here reading about vulvas and shit, but it's like, that's the sapitos vulva. My mom never talked to us about sex. Shocking. But, like, always assumed that we were having it. When my nephew was born, he was really light-skinned, super light-skinned. But his balls were dark. And then um, 
my mom was in the room and she's like, look, look, he's so light skinned. I was like, yeah, but his balls are dark. So he's going to grow into his pigment. That's just always the way it is. A, a guy's balls really? are always darker. And she goes, how do you know that? Because I know. Science. Ma'am, <laughs> what the fuck you think I'm out here just wearing blinders? I'm looking at dicks. Oh, no. You know what? I think my parents knew that we were at some point going to be doing that. But I think they really crossed their fingers and hoped to God that it wasn't happening. Yeah, it wasn't happening. Yeah. But I, I mean, I didn't have sex with a guy till I was 18. So it kind of worked out for them. Damn. I, I was hooking up with girls at the age of 15. But that's neither here nor there to I them. I think it's everywhere, actually. Oh. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I think they were more concerned <laughs> with the penis. <laughs> And I was like, I didn't do that until I was 18. No. And when they were like, El Sapito? Oh, it's like, okay. Stories that always sticks out to me is like where your dad's like, hey, girls, um, y'all uh, ready to go? <laughs> Please tell us about that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll share that story on a different occasion. All right, on another occasion. I understand. But uh, I feel like, bro, I learned a lot about you today. And I hope that you learned a lot about me. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We really enjoyed making it for you guys. And um, we hope that you guys start sending us some topics that you guys may want us to talk about. And hope to hear from you guys soon. And as always, close the door on your way out. <laughs>